Hello, everyone. This is the Trumpet of Truth podcast. It's been quite a while since we've made a, an episode. Um, <clears throat> I think our last episode was with Colton and his mm-hmm. testimony. Him and his wife come on the uh, the show with us for a little while. Um, I think this is episode nine. Yeah, maybe. I can't remember. <laughs> but um, in the meantime, we've had Christmas. We've had New Year's, an anniversary, three years, whoop, whoop, <laughs> and um, some illnesses yeah. and some other stuff. So, yeah, we've had plenty of time to – plenty of time away, I guess, and both of us have felt like we needed to, to get on this. So, yeah. Here lately, I've been felt called to talk about the Great Commission. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're not familiar with it, it's in – Two of the three synoptic gospels, you have it in Matthew and in Mark. Um, and if you're not familiar with what it is, it's basically the last words Jesus spoke on earth while he was physically here before he ascended to heaven. You've probably heard it called like the Great Commission or something like that. Yeah, and it's basically just the last kind of like you instructions. Know, yeah, instructions. Go get, them. go get them. Yeah, last pep talk before he left. Um, and the reason why I feel like we should talk about it is because I feel like it's the most neglected passage in the New Testament, mm-hmm. especially in the Gospels, because it's such a simple concept that he told us, you know, of these things that he told us to do, and yet none of us, not one of us, uh, does it the way he asked us to, yeah. to an extent. Yeah. So, um, with that being said... We're going to go ahead and just uh, read the commission and then just kind of talk about it. Yeah, so, sounds good. Um, if you're following along in the Bible, it'll be in Matthew uh, chapter 28, and we're going to start in verse 16. And it says this Now the eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain to which Jesus had directed them. And when they saw him, they worshiped him, but some doubted. And Jesus came and said to them, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. Hmm. So there it is. Yeah, the red letters. Um, Real simple. You know, just tell the entire world, all nations, about me. Go make disciples of them. Baptize them. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. And just do these things and I'll always be with you to the end of the age. That's a promise, you know. But honestly, if we're going to get serious about it, how many people do you um, tell the gospel to in your day-to-day? Say out of a hundred, what would it be? What would it be? Yeah, one maybe. One? Yeah, maybe one. Yeah. If, if like, the atmosphere is right. Mm-hmm. And if... Uh, it just kind of gets brought up organically. Naturally. Yeah. Naturally. You know, it's um, it's so simple, and it seems so easy, but yet... We don't do it. We fail it all the time. Mm-hmm. I especially do. Very guilty of it. And it's almost like every Sunday we kind of get this, like, gumption and this, like, yeah, like, I'm going to go tell people about Jesus, and I'm going to spread the word, and then you just get into this everyday, like, workflow or getting your kids ready, you know, and you kind of get back into the routine of the week and you forget about all of the things that God's commanded you to do, especially the great commission. 
and you yeah. don't talk about it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I should say I. I don't talk about it. <laughs> None of us do. Yeah. It's not. A, it's not a you or a me thing. It's a we thing. Mm-hmm. We all neglect that so much, you know. And if you're a person that that doesn't, you're perfect. Let us know because <laughs> and how you do it <laughs> and how you do it because we we sure like to know how you do it because it's uh, it seems very difficult and it seems like the more you try to um, talk about the gospel and to and to spread Jesus's fame and make disciples out of people, it seems like the more you try, the harder it gets, mm-hmm. you know, because Satan wants you to believe anything but the truth. And so you'll get in your routine of like, okay, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to tell someone today about Jesus and his gospel and the, the burial, the death and the resurrection. And then, you know, it's like, there's these diversions that take your attention away from what's important, whether it be people, places, or things that kind of distract you from what your objective is, Mm -hmm. what Jesus commanded you to do. And we're all really guilty of that. And I just, it's one of those things that I've kind of been struggling with lately here. You know, I've kind of felt like my fire's going out, just getting stuck in routine, stresses, arguments, um, just... I mean, the holidays holidays can kind of do that to you. I'm sure everyone kind of gets this just like, I mean, the holidays can be a very happy season for some, but for many, it's a very stressful, very overwhelming time that um, we get caught up in the traditions of man. And when it should be about, you know, celebrating the birth of Jesus, there's a lot of struggle there. And of course, with the whole COVID thing, it makes family dynamics and, you know, political unrest and everything like that is just so stressful around this time. So it's easy to get distracted by all of those things and you know even in family settings like think about all the Christmases that you went to this holiday season did you tell anyone about Jesus did you talk about Jesus at all did you do anything to further the gospel when you're around the people that you love the most no we just sang the song danced the dance and went home at the right time yeah yeah that's what we did that's what we always do yeah and that's where a lot of my frustration is coming from because I know better yeah and it, you know it, it just makes me think of of the passage and I, I'd have to look up to figure out exactly what scripture it is, but it talks about Jesus um, telling these people when they said, Lord, we casted out demons and we healed sick people and we, and we spread your gospel in your name. We did all these things in your name. And he says, I know you're not, you know, that's a real heavy scripture there. And mm-hmm. it, I put myself in that situation. Like, Hey, yeah, I told some people about you and he's like, yeah, but, you know, I gave you thousands and thousands and thousands of opportunities and what you turned thousands into dozens. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's, I'm not saying all this to discouraging anyone. I'm just more <laughs> that's kind of being harder on myself and being real and being real. Yeah. yeah. Cause we could just ignore it and just pretend like we're doing the best we can and just pretend like, you know, everything that we do is, is purposeful and, and with good intent. But in reality, it's not, yeah. we're selfish and we're lazy mm-hmm. and we don't take the time to, you know, do what Jesus told us to do yeah. right before we left earth. And that's what it boils down to. Really laziness is a big one. <laughs> yeah. It's laziness and the disease to please. Yeah. I mean, you know, how many people do you know? And I do, I'm guilty of it myself. Um, instead of speaking truth and, you know, the word to other non-believers or people who are maybe questionable in their faith, it's just easier to just go along with what they're doing and what they're saying to make them happy instead of making them uncomfortable or giving them some sort of conviction yeah. by 
or just like changing the subject or Or, kind of tiptoeing around it, whatever it may be. You know, I find myself in this situation almost daily, especially, you know, I work in construction. So there's, you know, there's a lot of, you know, honoriness (laughs) in the atmosphere of the construction work in life. But, you know, I probably have more opportunities to, to divert perversion, to divert anger, to divert, you know, all sorts of nonsense into something positive. But I always find myself just standing there kind of with my hands in my pockets, not saying or doing anything or even sometimes contributing to it. Yeah. And that's not what he, that wasn't the commission. No. If he wanted us to do worldly things and be worldly people, he would have been like, all right, guys, have fun. See ya. See you at the end of the age. No, he didn't say that. He yeah. told us what to do, how to act, and how to be good Christians. And yeah, and this isn't like a pity party thing. It's just like a, I'm <laughs> no. calling it out, you know, yeah. and I'm calling myself out too because, like I said, I'm probably guilty of it more than anyone. Mm-hmm. So with all that being said, do you have a, a song to go with this? Yeah, we do. So yeah, it's the Kane song. It's called Commission by the band Kane. And I know what you might be thinking, like Kane, the one who killed his brother Abel, like why is this band named after them? No, it's their last name. C-A-I-N is uh, it's one brother and two sisters and Kane is their last name. This is a really, really good song. It came out on their um, Rise Up album. It's really good. It, it just came out around Christmas time. And so it was playing on the Christian radio all the time. And it just was really... Uh, but really there's nothing... It's not Christmassy. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's not, not Christmassy. It's not Christmassy at all. I think it was just the timing of when it came out, like when they put it out on the radio. This song hits me right in the feels every time I listen mm-hmm. to it. It's from the perspective of Jesus talking to us, just like the commission. Like it's basically the song, reiterating yeah, yeah. the commission. So, um, man, I want to read the whole thing. <laughs> it's ahead, so good. Go okay. See my hands and look at my feet. It's okay if it's hard to believe. I have faith that you will do greater things. It's my time to go, but before I leave. Go tell the world about me. I was dead, but now I live. I've got to go now for a little while, but goodbye is not the end. In the next verses, don't forget the things that I taught you. I've conquered death and I hold the keys. Where I go, you will go to someday, but there's much to do here before you leave. So go tell the world about me. I was dead, but now I live. I've got to go now for a little while, but goodbye is not the end. And the last part I'll go ahead and read is, End of the journey, the end of the road. My spirit is with you wherever you go. You have a purpose and I have a plan. I'll make you this promise. I'll come back again. And isn't that a great promise? (laughs) Oh, it's just beautiful. It's so good. Earlier this week, um, Colton actually texted me. I didn't tell you this. Colton mm-hmm. texted me. And he's like, hey, man, you've just been on my heart. Can I pray for you about something? Is there something going on? And I just told him, like, you know, we've just been stressed out um, with all the holidays. And, you know, you and I haven't been getting along the best. And mm-hmm. just little, you know, nonsensical arguments and stuff. And just marriage. the boys, you know, <laughs> just acting out and going crazy. And it's just everything's been really hectic right now. And. He, uh, it was so, cause I was feeling all this and then he just texted me that. And so I said, yeah, you know, pray for me. I need these things. Mm-hmm. And so he sent me the scripture and it kind of ties into the, um, at the end of the passage we just read about the commission. He says, my spirit is with you mm-hmm. forever and I'm coming back. 
And so he sent me this scripture out of uh, John chapter uh, 16. I'm going to read it real quick. And verse, uh, we're going to start at verse 32. <clears throat> Behold, the hour is coming. Indeed, it has come when you will be scattered each to his own home and will leave me alone. Yet I am not alone, for the Father is with me. I have said these things to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but take heart, I have overcome the world. Hmm. That's really good. Right. So, I mean, all those things that we're feeling about, you know, letting down Jesus and and not being the uh, stewards that we know we ought to be. Mm-hmm. We get caught up in the world stuff and with trials and tribulations and stresses and just things of this life and you know, I, I needed that. Yeah. You know, take heart. I've overcome the world. You know, don't worry about the world. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, it was uh, it was pretty neat to kind of see all that come together. You know, I, I 100% believe that there is power in prayer. And, and uh, even though I may not be praying for those things, I believe other people that are spiritually connected can intercede for you and, and pray on your behalf. And, you know all the blessings we see around us are results of people's prayers, mm-hmm. whether they were your own or someone else's. Yep. I believe that wholeheartedly. Yeah, I agree. I think Colton was prompted by the Holy spirit to, to text me that. Yeah. yeah. And he did. And it, it made me feel a lot better. And that's part of our commission as well. Like what he did reaching out, you know, Yeah. Like it he, doesn't have to be an everyday conversation. Like it can be in anything. Just if you have a friend or, or loved one that you just feel it on your heart might need some inspiration. It's not coming from you. It's coming from God. Like, yeah. And see, he could have done exactly what we just talked about. He could have said, no, he may think I'm weird or, yeah. you know, being kind of overbearing or pushy or nosy, whatever. And he could have said, no, I'm going to ignore that feeling and just, yeah. just go about my day. But instead he's like, no, I'm going to text him. I love him. I want to pray for him. Mm -hmm. He's been on my heart. Yeah. And sure enough, he sent me that. And, you know, I was like, yeah, man, I I, I need some encouragement. Mm -hmm. I need some prayer. And that uh, that's kind of cool to see all that come together. Yeah, it's really good. It makes me think, this is a story I've told you before that I heard on 88.3 The Wind. (laughs) Um, It was just kind of how the commission works in different ways. And I think the main part of it, Part of it is moving when you felt when you feel called and moved by the Holy Spirit to do that, you know. So this story on the wind, <laughs> it's a story of a story of a story, um, is of this man. He was listening to um, what's that song that has the Spanish like rap in it? Oh, there's two of them. Um, I can like <laughs> sing it, but I don't know yeah. what the song is called. Um, so the, this man, he, you know, just a regular dude, he was listening to the song in 88.3 The Wind. It was a really good song. I was speaking to him and part of it's in English and part of it's in Spanish. And I wish I could think of it, but, um, he wanted to know what it was saying in Spanish. And so he just walked into a regular store. I forget. It might've been like a TJ Maxx or a Marshall's or something like that. And he just like felt it on his spirit. Like, I'm going to go up to the first, you know, Hispanic person that I see and ask them if they know Spanish, you know. Maybe they can help me out with these lyrics. He very easily could have Googled it, I'm sure, but he felt it on his spirit to just go in and ask someone. And in today's culture, that, I mean, that's probably, (laughs) quote unquote, 
racist to see someone and just assume that they speak Spanish, but he just felt it. Anyways, he so he went into the store and he saw this lady with her kids and her husband and they were just shopping. And so he kind of stopped him and he asked him, you know, do you guys speak Spanish by chance? And, of, you know, they did. <clears throat> so he was like, can you tell me what these lyrics, you know, what this means? And so he just played it on his phone for the lady and she just started crying and he was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And she just started crying and couldn't contain herself. Finally, she was able to compose herself and she was told him that, um, I just got diagnosed with stage four cancer. We just came Mm. from the hospital and this song, what you made me read and translate for you was exactly what I needed to hear. Everything's going to be okay. Oh, everything's going to be. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> is it Danny Gokey? Everything will be, be all right. right. Yeah, the Whoa. whole world's in his hands. Yep, the whole world's in his hands. It's that song. We figured it out. And so, you know, he just out of curiosity wanted to know the lyrics to a song, and it gave her new hope and new meaning and restored life just from those lyrics of that song. So, moral of the story is: whatever you feel called to do, that's the Great Commission. Do it. Whatever the Holy Spirit is pushing you to do, that's what you need to do. Yeah. Okay, officially, the song <laughs> is Be All Right by Evan Craft, Danny Goki, <laughs> and there's one more person. Oh, okay, I didn't say. But yeah, Evan Craft and Danny Goki is what it says. Yeah. We would play every single song we could think of to you guys, but because of music and streaming rights, we can't put it on the podcast. Bummer. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> so, um, good song, by the way. Mm-hmm. With all of this being said, you know, we just want to be upfront, honest. You know, we talked about the commission because we feel like it's one of the most overlooked and a passage that we're all very lazy about. Mm-hmm. And we could do a better job. We can. And we told ourselves when we started this podcast that we would be led by the Spirit. And that's just kind of what's been on our hearts. And what we've been struggling and with. And what we've been struggling with. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. So um, with all that being said, you want to pray? Sure. Go ahead. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this day. Thank you for... My husband and my children and all of the listeners that are listening to this podcast, Lord, I pray that everything that we talk about be received and be taken to heart, Lord. And I hope that you, I pray that you use your Holy Spirit to work through us and to other people to spread the word and spread your holy, holy gospel, Lord. I pray that you help us to fulfill the Great Commission and do all of the things that you've called us to do. Thank you for another day here on earth. In Jesus' holy name, amen. Amen. Good night, everybody. Good night, guys.